You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 49. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenbloom. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. So welcome if you just found me, and if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I'm really glad you're here. Here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to say no thanks to eating when you're not hungry. Let's dive right in. Now, the focus today is what everybody's goal is, and that goal is not having the habit of always saying yes to food. That means changing the way you think when somebody offers you something or when you see something that looks appealing, but you're not hungry. So if you always say yes to food, then the big question is, how do you say no? And if you think about it, it feels kind of automatic. It feels sometimes like you might almost even forget that you're trying to be aware of what and how much you eat. So today we're really going to dig down deep into your habit of always saying, okay, when somebody offers you something or when you have the opportunity by yourself to eat and to talk about and learn how to turn that around and how to say no. Now, the first thing I want to think about with you is why you need to say no sometimes, because you may be saying, well, what's the big deal? You know, if something looks appealing to me, why do I have to say no? But we all know that you would not be here listening to me on this Weight Loss Made Real podcast if you were not interested in making some changes in your life. And the changes that we talk about here come from eating truly from hunger and stopping when your body's had enough. And if you don't learn how to say no when it's appropriate, then that will never happen. So why do you need to say no sometimes? Let's talk about a few of the top reasons. Well, maybe you are just not hungry. And so if food is presented to you, no matter how delicious it looks or smells or is, then you need to learn to say no so that you cannot start eating when there is no need. Another reason that you need to learn to say no sometimes is that in order to live your best life, the best version of your life, You want to learn to be intentional, intentional in how you live and how you show up in your life. And that includes in how you eat and how you take care of yourself. So you're not just reacting to whatever's in front of you in the moment, but you are very consciously and deliberately making choices. And that is going to involve sometimes saying yes and sometimes saying no by necessity. Now, another reason you might need to say no sometimes to food is that you've had enough. So one of the things you'll need to learn is to figure out when to stop 
And when your body gives you that signal that it's good, it's filled enough, does not need any more food in that moment, then you need to learn to use your body as the guideline and say no to more food because your body's had enough, even if your mind wants more. Now, you might also not like what you see in front of you, but I don't know about you, but many of the people I talk to are automatic eaters. And if they're eating something that they ordered at someone's home or even their home, and they think it's their time to eat, but they don't like it, sometimes even when you don't like it, you're automatically in a habitual mode of not stopping. So there are several reasons why you need to develop the skill of saying no. We know we need to say no, but what stops us? What stops you from saying no? And there's a lot of things in this category. Let's talk about them one by one. I'm sure you've heard of fear of missing out. When will I ever get this food again? This is so unique. I have to eat it now. I don't want to miss my opportunity or everybody else is eating. I should be able to eat too, which is really kind of silly when you're not hungry, but you're afraid to miss out on something. And you might hear yourself saying things like, what about me? It's not fair. What about me? And that it's not fair could lead you into another reason why you need to learn to say no and why it's hard for you, why it's a challenge. And that might be that you have cultivated a mindset of deprivation where you are in the victim mode and you are thinking, oh, poor me, if I say no to myself, it's not fair, which also goes back to fear of missing something. So if you say no to yourself, you're thinking that it's not fair and it's not right. You may be thinking, I shouldn't have to say no to myself. Now think about this. When you say no to yourself, no one is making you do it. Yet, even though it's our decision, sometimes you might rebel against yourself you might rebel against your own common sense, telling yourself you've had enough, you're not hungry anymore, it's good, you can have more tomorrow when you're hungry. And even still, you might rebel against you telling you that you should be saying, no thanks, I don't need any more. It also might just be a habit, like a reflex where even though in in every single habit is always a thought that leads you to feel something and then take an action or not take an action, but sometimes when it's so deeply practiced, it doesn't feel like a habit anymore. It doesn't feel like there's a thought anymore. It just feels like it's so fleeting and fast that you have no choice. Now, this is not true but that is what it can feel like. So if you recognize what I'm saying, then you can know that having the habit of never saying no and eating whatever is presented to you, that might be one of the things in particular that stops you from saying no. 
Another thing that stops you from saying no, tell me if you've ever done this, is if you hear the voice in your head saying, oh, I'll start tomorrow. Now, we know tomorrow never comes. And this is simply the voice of your lower brain. And it's just an excuse to get you to do that habit of eating whenever, however much you want, to get you to do it right now. So if you hear yourself frequently saying, oh, I'll just be good tomorrow, I'll just start tomorrow, be aware that that's just your lower brain trained to do repetitive things for you to actually make your life easier. But in this case, it's helping you perform an act that literally goes against what you're trying to do. When you're trying to say no thanks to eating when you're not hungry, so that you can develop a new, totally different habit of eating like a naturally slim person. And you know that a naturally slim person can be in front of a beautiful table of food, their favorite foods, and yet say no, because they don't need that food at that moment in their body. Remember, it's a body decision of whether to eat and when to stop it is not a mind decision. So we've talked about the problem, being able to say no when you're not hungry. We've talked about why you will definitely sometimes need to say no. And we've talked about what stops you from saying no when food is there and you think you should eat, but you're not hungry. So let's talk a little bit about what it does take to be able to say no. Well, it takes several different things and it takes a feeling, it takes a desire and every single feeling that you have comes from what you're thinking. So if we're going to focus on what you need to think to be able to say no, what we're really talking about is you staying connected to what's going on around you and developing an awareness a consciousness of what you're doing so that it's truly a choice. You're not on autopilot. You know, you haven't checked out from what's going on around you. You're connected and you're aware. It also takes a connection to yourself in the sense that you need to know for sure that you want this, that you want this outcome, that it's not just something you're trying to get yourself to do that you know that you want it and you know why you want it. And that brings us to the big why, the big why question of why do you want to say no? And we talked about the reasons, the practical reasons, but when I say that you need a very strong why, what I mean by that is that you need a strong reason to say no when you're not hungry. And the reason is your motivation. The reason why you want to do it is what will give you the feeling of confidence and determination and commitment that will help you be able to see what's going on around you and say no. When you think of your strong why, you can go back to the earlier podcasts or go right to my book, and look at the miracle question, because that exercise, which I've given you, will help you develop a very strong why, 
which you can use for motivation on an ongoing basis. But for now, I want you to look at two sides of the coin of having that strong why. One is, what are you running from? And the other is, what are you running toward? On one hand, you could say, I want to be able to say no thank you to food when I'm not hungry because I don't want to be unhealthy. I don't want to have trouble moving around. I want to be able to run after my kids and right now I can't. So you're talking about all the reasons that you don't want, the negative things that you don't want. I don't want to have to wear clothes that are so large. I don't want to have problems in the future getting around with my knees and my back and my ankle. Those are the things you are running from. But the other side of the coin is also part of your strong why, and that is also very motivational, and that's what you're running toward. So you're taking the same things, the reasons why you want to learn to eat naturally, and you're turning them around and you're framing them in a positive way. What do you want to run towards? Do you want to run toward feeling proud of yourself, having a lean body, having a healthy body, having more energy, having less pain, perhaps getting off medications with your doctor's approval, of course, having a totally different wardrobe? What are you running toward? So both strong whys, both sides of that coin are helping you look at the reasons why you want this outcome, why you want to be strong and determined. And one comes from what you don't want and one comes from what you want. This is all well and good that these are the things that it takes to say no, but you have to find a way to keep this desire on the front burner, on the front burner of your mind so that you even remember that this is what you're trying to do. Now, this may sound funny to you, but many people are excited and they're motivated and they do the miracle question. They have a very big why and they're honest and it's sincere and they're determined. But then they wake up and life starts and they really literally forget what they were trying to do. So you have to take all that awareness, connection to yourself and your strong why, and you need to find a way to wake up a few times during the day and check in with yourself and see how you're doing so that you have the wherewithal, the ability to see what's happening and step back and say, no, thank you. It's got to come from knowing and remembering what your goal is, what you're trying to do. Many of you know that I work a lot and have classes with Katherine Hansen, who wrote Brain Over Binge, a brilliant book about ending binge eating, a very successful program that we do in a group format. But the steps in Katherine's book I use for all kinds of habits, not just not following the urge to binge, but any habit. So if you're in the habit of seeing food, and saying, sure, why not? And forgetting everything that you're trying to do, 
then you can use Catherine's five steps to teach yourself how to not follow that habit. So the first part of this is for you to know that that urge, that habit to eat when food is presented to you, even though intellectually you know you don't need it and you know you don't want it intellectually, the first step is to view that desire to eat as neurological junk, just as you would view an urge to binge as neurological junk. These urges don't really mean anything. We get the urge to eat food that looks good, and then our mind starts to look for reasons why we should do it. Well, she cooked it just for you. Shouldn't you at least have a little taste? Or, oh, she brought that back from her trip for you. You should eat it. You don't know when you'll ever get that again. Or maybe you're the one that's traveling and you are in a different country or a different state or a different city or a new restaurant. And look how your mind will search for reasons to justify eating something that your body is clearly telling you you do not need. This desire, these urges are not meaningful. And the more you don't respond to them, and just see what's happening and dismiss them, the more you can accomplish the goal of rewiring those pathways in your brain so that desire dies away. When you do these five steps, which I will tell you what they are in a minute, I want you to expect the discomfort and expect that you need to get past and go through being uncomfortable until a better habit is created. So the discomfort doesn't mean you better go ahead and eat anyway. The discomfort just means, oh, my brain is used to doing one thing and I want it to do something else. So this might feel challenging. And the first four days of changing most types of habits are usually the most challenging. So remember from our podcast about binge eating, The first thing you want to do is see the urge or the desire of whatever it is you'd like to stop doing. And in this case, it's just giving in mindlessly when you're presented with food and you're not hungry instead of just saying, no thanks. See what's happening and then separate yourself from it, knowing that it's just a habit, meaning it's a habit of the part of your brain that gets you to do things that are routine. And that habit is not you. That lower brain is not you. So see the desire, separate from it. Don't react to it. Don't get upset that it's happening and just try to remain neutral and then don't act on it. Don't give into it. That strengthens it. When you learn to do these steps and you learn to say, no, thanks, I'm not hungry. Then I want you to get excited. I want you to get excited at what you have accomplished because it's big. And the more you can do it again and again and again, eventually you seeing food, checking in with your body, you're not hungry, and you saying no thanks, that is going to be your new natural behavior. It won't feel hard. It won't feel forced. It will feel natural. And that's how a naturally slim person eats. They check in, 
They weigh the pros and the cons. They're not hungry. They just dismiss that desire. And they know they can probably eat that when they're hungry. And let's say you can't. Let's say it really is a missed opportunity. Then I need to say to you, so what? You know, so what if you miss an opportunity to eat something, even if it's incredibly delicious? Life will have many, many, many more thousands of opportunities to eat delicious things. So step back and look at the bigger picture. What I want you to focus on going forward is this. I don't want you to avoid situations where you will be presented with food that's tempting and delicious, and you will be struggling to say no thanks because we want to get rid of the struggle. In order to do that, you need to practice. So I want you to look for the next opportunity. Look for the opportunity and welcome it. And welcome it so that you get a chance to see what it feels like to be on the other side of this challenge. It's like you have to work a little harder because you're going uphill just for a little while. And then the new habit will be formed and then it will feel like you're going downhill, which as you know, is so much easier. So start with one of the things that you typically do, whatever it may be, at someone's house, in a restaurant, when someone you're with is eating and you feel left out, whatever it is that you typically do when you know you're not hungry, I want you to look for that opportunity and be determined. Put it on the front burner, set a reminder on your phone before lunch, go into the meal knowing that you're looking for an opportunity to say, no thanks, I'm not hungry anymore, or I'm not hungry to start. Observe yourself and then do this and make this your goal and see if it doesn't feel easier when you are finished. So now you know what to focus on. This is it for this subject in our coaching session today, and you have some work to do. I would love to hear how you're doing. Remember to stop by the show notes and grab a copy of my free downloadable book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. If you do want a hard copy, it's in Amazon. But if you'd like the downloadable copy, I have it for you right in the show notes. Now, if you take a look at this book, you'll be able to learn exactly what went wrong in all the past efforts you've made to change the way you eat so that you don't keep repeating those same mistakes again and again. We know how bad that feels. I hope to see you back next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and binge eating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. That's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.